Good morning, everyone. I'm Max O'Brien, and I'm here today with Jamie Bristow for today's Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Today is day number 308 since we came back on the air. So, what's up these days, Jamie? No, not much. Any news from the community where you live, Deerfield? Well, it's been busy in Deerfield, my home for the last few months up there in the hills. We had a bit of a spell with one of the other residents, named Sasha. Now, Sasha had had two kids before the outbreak. Their names we never found out, but we knew one was a boy, about 12, and he had a younger sister. And they had gotten separated from their mother. She'd found her way to Deerfield, as you might have realized, but hadn't heard anything from them or her husband, Chad, in quite some time. And then, about two weeks ago, her husband comes to our gate and asks to be let in. We've got some pretty strict rules about who gets in, quarantine and all that. So we're having a discussion with him at the front gate, and it gets a little heated, and voices are getting raised, and that's when Sasha happens to be wandering by and recognizes his voice. She demands we let him in, and there's another little quarrel that I won't bother you folks with, but eventually we reach a compromise and let him in, but we lock him up so that if he's one of the infected, he won't be able to reach anybody. So Sasha and her husband start talking, and that's when he tells her that the kids are gone. Uh, Turned into zombies. He's not sure how. He said he'd been keeping an eye on them, but somehow they both got bitten, and then, well, we all know what happens then. He said he took care of them, buried them in their own graves and everything, and then just kept going. I mean, what else can you do? He was sad and had clearly grieved quite a bit, but had moved on the best he could. Sasha, on the other hand, had no intention of moving on as peacefully as her husband had. She demanded to know how this could have happened, how her precious babies had been turned into zombies under her husband's watch, and when he had no answers for her, she demanded he be put out from the community and barred from ever coming back. Well, by this point, he'd passed the quarantine period, and a lot of folks sort of wanted him to stay. But then we realized there'd be no end to the drama if we did, so we had him ushered over to a neighboring community. The whole walk over, Chad just kept talking about how it wasn't his fault, that he didn't know what had happened to them, and kept asking Jean, uh, the woman who was taking him over there, if she thought Sasha might take him back someday. She said she didn't know, that it wasn't any of her business, but she got him to the other community, Utopia. That ain't a pretentious name. I don't know what is. Anyway, she got him there and came back to Deerfield, and we thought that was the end of it. Only, it wasn't. Sasha became, well, I guess the word obsessed is the best word here? She became obsessed with finding out what had happened to her kids. She'd ask anybody who came along if they'd heard anything about what happened to cause the zombie outbreak, and whether it was possible for people to just spontaneously turned, whether kids might be more susceptible, and stuff like that. Only nobody had heard anything. And then one day, she starts telling everybody she's figured it out. Now, I know you, Max, talk about this kind of thing on the broadcast here from time to time, but you're nothing compared to what Sasha started cooking up. She told everyone that genetically modified foods had started the whole thing, And when that didn't catch on with people, she started in on artificial sweeteners. She told anyone who would listen, and most who would have preferred not to, that Big Pharma had somehow put something in the water that was causing people to turn into zombies, and that if you drank from the wrong river, that you would be next. She insisted that hospitals had not only covered up the zombie problem for years, but they had been instrumental in making more. 
until they'd gone just a little too far and it gotten out of hand. People started pushing back, but a few people latched on to her way of thinking, and before anybody knew it, there was a whole section of town that was on board with the idea that it actually was possible for people to just spontaneously turn into zombies due to some kind of non-zombie cause. None of it was backed up by any kind of actual evidence. The whole thing was brought on by fear and a desire to blame someone for the problem. Now, like I said, I know you like to talk about this kind of thing from time to time, Max, but there's a few differences. First, you acknowledge that this is a rare thing. That something caused it, sure, but you haven't gone on at length about how it's happening to new people every day. And second, you aren't advocating that people live in fear of their own lives every day. Sasha, she wanted to hang on to her kids. I think that's something we can all relate to on some level, even if you don't have kids and never wanted them. You can understand those people who do wanting to keep them alive in some way. Some people make shrines, some people carry something their child made or wrote, some people make donations to charities. Sasha chose to believe that some devil or other had taken them away from her. Instead of recognizing the dangers of the world we now live in, she manufactured a bunch more because they were easier, absolved her of all blame, and shifted it to an amorphous menace that even she couldn't really define. And in the end... The council took a vote and asked her and her followers to leave and start their own community instead of staying at Deerfield. It was contentious, but Ellie, Alex, and Nate voted yes, and Ruthie voted no, so we gave them a bunch of supplies, most of which they threw away because they said they'd been tainted, and they went away. I hope they make it, but I'm honestly not sure if they will or not. Wow. That does sound busy in Deerfield. Yeah. But other than that... Not much has happened. Pretty quiet overall. I see. Well, thanks for stopping by, Jamie. Hmm. Looking forward to seeing you again soon so we can hear more about Deerfield. In the meantime, listeners, we'll be back tomorrow. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, I'm Max O'Brien with Jamie Bristow. Take care of each other.